Welcome to the Trampoline Hall podcast. I am your host, Misha Globerman. Trampoline Hall, what is it? You know what it is. It's a lecture series. Where does it take place? In a bar, uh, usually in Toronto, but sometimes in other cities. Uh, People give lectures on all kinds of topics, the one rule being that they cannot speak on subjects on which they are professionally expert. After each lecture, we take questions from the audience. Uh, Here in the Trampoline Hall podcast, what we do is we go back through the vast uh, archives of Trampoline Hall recordings, and in every podcast episode, we choose one lecture, and we bring you that lecture along with the question and answer period after. Uh, I should warn you about this podcast as with many podcasts it may contain mature language by mature language i don't mean words that are very old i mean words that you are not supposed to say around children Uh, so don't say these words around children you know what they are Uh, and here is uh this episode's lecture the topic is pinball and the speaker is anna fitzpatrick Pinball. Love it. Does anyone here play pinball? Yeah, okay. Um, um, So I can't actually remember the first time I played pinball, but I kind of remember when I first became obsessed with it. Um, It was a really, really long time ago in this era known as April. Um, And it was, um, so I just started subletting an apartment on Bellwoods Avenue, which is just like there, but like outside. Um, Like my apartment was inside, but Anyway, um, so <laughs> with this, living with this lovely stranger that I had met on Craigslist about two weeks before, and to understand the context of where I was living um, and why it's kind of such a big deal for me to live with a stranger was for about six years before that, I was living with um, my best friend, a really cool lady named Caitlin Ellis. Um, we lived all the way up in Midtown, like Young and Eglinton area, because we went to school near there. Um, we... Um, you know, our apartment was huge and we only had to pay half of what we're... I don't need to justify it. We lived young in Eglinton. Um, it, was a good, it was a good place. Um, and we lived like kings. No, we lived better than kings. We lived like 15-year-old boys. She had a Super Nintendo and I worked at a candy store and we would just eat bags of candy and play Super Nintendo and we, we shelled out for cable and we like scheduled our days around whenever the Simpsons were on. Like we'd be like, oh, let's go to this party or they're, they're gonna play a good episode on Channel 46. Okay, we'll stay in and watch the Simpsons. Um, so that was our life. We were two adult women watching cartoons and eating candy and we went out occasionally but it was such an ordeal um, that Normally we would, like, you know, you had to, like, take the subway and it gets really cold in winter and it was, like, an hour commute. So normally we would just hang out at home and drink beer and um, I was trying to become a writer and we would, like, stay up all night and get really drunk and I would write these stories and she was an artist and she would illustrate them and we, like, filled notebooks together. And, yeah, like, when I was writing this, I had, like, 30 pages of all the awesome stuff that she and I did together and then I felt like I had to cut it down. But if anyone wants to hear more stories or, like, see a picture of Caitlin that I carry on with me or, like... Ask us, you know, like buy the rights for our life movie. Um, I really want to be played by Kristen Stewart, but that's, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not picky. But anyway, um, we, like, life was happening, and she fell in love and moved in with her boyfriend, and I was coming downtown more and more for book launches and work stuff, and I thought it made sense, so hence the sublet. Um, and now I was living with a girl who was very nice, but I was trying to pretend that I was a grown-up. Like, I was eating real food, and I was still watching The Simpsons 20 times a day, but now I was doing it in my room with the door closed, and I'm like, I'm reading books in here, you know, and you could hear the theme song. Um, But one day, 
I get locked out of the apartment, and I text my roommate, and she's like, yeah, I'm just at class. I'll be home in a couple hours. And I'm like, cool, I'll wait. Um, and it's kind of late, and, you know, coffee shops are closed. I, I didn't know what to do. There was a bar, the Bar May, which is just, again, right down the street. Um, I go there, and I don't, it's too dark to just kind of sit and read in there, and I really don't feel like talking to anyone or staring straight ahead, but they have this old pinball machine in the corner. So I play, and it's fun, and I don't have to talk to anyone, and I'm just the girl in the corner playing pinball. Um, and then she comes home and lets me in, and life continues. Um, so yeah, living downtown is, like, it's, it's a trip, but it's weirder than I thought it would be. Um, like, Caitlin still lives in Midtown, but everyone else I know lives, like, a 15-minute walk from me. And I go out a lot more than I used to, to, like, parties or soirees or shindigs or hootenannies or... <laughs> Um, but like sometimes like I'll be running errands and I'll run into people I know like once I went to see this band play uh, Teen Anger like woo um, and I <laughs> um, so I make out with this guy and then the next night I'm at the 7-Eleven in my pajamas buying tampons and I run into him and he's like I'm, I'm like hey and he's like hey and I'm like what's up and he's like I'm going to a rave in Parkdale and I'm like your thing is way more embarrassing than my thing uh, <laughs> so <laughs> You know, so, like, life was more exciting in a lot of ways, but I started to realize how quiet it was when I was at home. And So, like, I hesitated putting this part in, but I can't, like, just to give you the state of mind and how much I hated kind of being on my computer for a while, and some of you know where this is going. Earlier this summer, I thought, like, hey, it'd be really cool if I started this community for writers to meet each other and, you know, w women who write to talk, and I didn't think anything was going to happen, and then in a week, 30,000 people joined, and I'm like, this is really cool, but I don't want it to be like a thing, so please don't write think pieces about it, and then Vogue wrote a think piece about it, and then they quoted me extensively um, and named me without my consent, and I was like, that's kind of uncool, and then all these people got really mad on my behalf, and that made me even more uncomfortable, and then this famous actress, whose movies I had seen in high school, and who was also part of the group, sent me a message on Facebook, and was like, I think you should kick this Vogue writer out of the group, and I'm like, this is not my life right now, I'm going to go to the bar, and I'm going to play pinball. Um, um, so that's kind of what I started doing a lot because, you know, I was, didn't like being home alone and I didn't like being on my computer for a while. But, you know, you can go down to May and you can, like, spend two bucks on a Diet Coke and you can, you know, put quarters in the machine and keep playing. Um, so I'm not going to try and stand here and convince you that recreational pinball is a great form of alternative medicine to fight the symptoms of being an adult. Um, I am not a doctor. I am not an imposter of a doctor. I did go to medical school once to use the washroom, and they were like, Miss, you can't be wandering the halls here. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm a bookseller. And then I had to leave. Um, but <laughs> I do really think pinball is the best, second best thing ever. The best thing being the Simpsons episode where they steal the lemon tree. But you, 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 don't, you all know that you don't need me to tell you how great that is. Anyway. Um, so there are, I want to say, seven or eight bars within walking distance from my apartment that have pinball machines. So there's May, there's Get Well, which everyone knows, um, California Sandwiches, which I was right before I came here, um, playing a lot of pinball. Uh, Monarch Tavern has this really cool Sopranos pinball machine that if you, it's got a little stripper on a pole that if you hit the ball around the ramp, she like spins around, um, which kind of like probably offends me on a feminist level, but like... My, my pinball level is like way higher than that. Um, so, you know, there's, 
There's like black dice, there's done right in. Um, there's bar radio on college, which I tried to play once and it ate my dollar and it just didn't work. And I'm not like, I'm not holding a grudge about it. I just think you should all know that, <laughs> that that's what happened. Um, my favorite one is the Star Wars machine at Unlovable, um, which you should not play because that one's mine. So you can go to any of the other ones. Um, so it's not as slick as some of the newer ones, but it's got some cool features, um, and it's only a quarter. A lot of these newer ones are like a dollar each, which is bullshit, whatever. Um, so yeah, so earlier I made a point of saying recreational pinball, and that is because, as I have learned, competitive pinball is a thing. There are leagues. There are leagues in Toronto. There are websites that will tell you they keep track of the list and make of every pinball machine available in Toronto with little... Google Maps, which are actually kind of fun to use and refer to and find out about new places. Like the unlovable Star Wars pinball machine um, is a Data East machine from circa 1992. So there's that knowledge for you. Um, so these are people that can tell you that in 1947, and I have to read this part, flippers first came on the scene in the pinball machine Humpty Dumpty by uh, D. Gottlieb and Co. And that the invention of flippers revitalized the industry and ushered in the golden age of pinball from 1948 to 1958. And if it sounds like I just copied that word from word from Wikipedia, I didn't. I copied that word from word from a pinball exhibit I went to last month. Um, because yeah, when I started writing this, I got invited to like just randomly on Facebook to go to a um, pinball, uh, pinball themed art gallery show. And I said that would be stupid if I didn't go to that, if I'm writing this thing. Um, so it was set up, they had a timeline of the history of pinball around the uh, wall and they had these old vintage machines there. And um, there was a Twilight Zone pinball, which is like the greatest thing in the world. I think everyone should play it once in their life. But yeah, so I go. And this is really the first and only time that I've been around pinball obsessives um, that, you know, are play for blood. Um, and I show, go up to the gallery opening party, and I am the first guest there. There are three other people there. There is the owner of the gallery, who I immediately recognize as this guy I made out with last year at a party. There is the co-curator of the show, who I immediately recognize as this guy I had been inadvertently talking to on Tinder all week because fuck downtown Toronto. And then there is the <laughs> third guy, who is also the, the other co-curator, and I've never seen him before in my life, and I'm like, yes, I'm going to talk to you. And I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, pinball. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I love pinball. I love to play it. I'm not very good. And he just looks at me totally deadpan, and he's like, most people aren't. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I go and I'm playing pinball and it's fun. And then more people come and these are like the hardcore fans. And then lines start happening. And then they're like playing really hard and getting high scores. And the games are lasting a really long time. Like when I play, it lasts like 30 seconds because, you know, I put the ball in and it kind of comes down and then I'm done. Um, but like there were people there that were playing so aggressively that one guy had like a little handkerchief to wipe down the sweat because that's how into it he was. So I, you know, I played a few games, I got my jollies out, and then I left and went to a different quiet bar so I could play pinball alone. Um, because, okay, so here's the thing. I like being a grown-up for the most part. You can, like, eat pizza pretty much whenever you want. I've had it three times in the last day. Um, I, wasn't, I didn't even really want it the third time, but it was there. Um, but, you know, sometimes it sucks, sometimes it's overwhelming and it's hard and it's lonely and sometimes you kind of just want to go out in the middle of the night and go to a bar and play pinball. And I was 
one time a friend was joking with me and she said that you should just like, you know, invest in a machine to keep in your apartment. And I said, well, that's not the point. Like I have distractions in my apartment. You know, I have my computer. Like, do you know about the internet? Like Netflix is great. I watched like Bojack Horseman twice in the last week. That's not part of the speech. It's just, you know, I thought I should edit it in there because I really like that show. Um, but you know, like playing pinball, it forces you to get out of the house. Um, and it's not a joke. It really does. Um, and it's not, it, it, it engages you in a way that I don't think people realize. So like when you play, or when I play, um, not like it's probably different when those guys at the gallery play, but um, you know, I focus and you can't really pause the game because um, you always got to keep the ball in play. Um, it's way cheaper than drugs, but you can still, because most pinball machines are in bars, so you can still get really drunk while you play if, if you want. Um, and the best thing about it is that the stakes have never been lower you can't really win pinball. You can try and get a high score and then like put a swear word in the th for your initials. Um, once I was with a guy and he got really excited because he could put an MUF as the, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm going home now. Um, but you know, you just you just want to keep the ball in play, and then when it's done, it's done, and you go home. Um, so my be best friend Caitlin, um, who I still my best friend and soulmate. Um, she went on vacation this summer and she, you know, was outside of the country and we couldn't, we could email, but we couldn't text or call each other because of the data fees, you know, and I couldn't see her as often as I, as I wanted to. And it seemed like all of life was happening while she was gone and I just wanted her to come back so I could, you know, I was like, stop being happy on your vacation and come pay attention to me. Um, so she came back and the first weekend she was back with me plans to hang out and I went all the way up to Midtown where she still lives and, you know, we had dinner. And then I made her get on the subway with me and on the streetcar and we went to Dundas West and we went to Unlovable. And we walk in and I had 10 bucks and obviously, you know, I know all these bartenders by this point and I'm like, hey, give me some quarters. And he's like, sure. And we just played pinball for maybe like two hours. And uh, yeah, and we just played. Thank you. Anna Fitzpatrick, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Trampoline Hall Podcast. I'm Misha Bobman. Up next, the Q&A. Are there any questions? Uh, yes, yes, sir, yes. What are your thoughts on computer or digital pinball? What about pinball on the computer? Um, well, I remember my friend when I was little had a Game Boy, and she had... Pokemon pinball, and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world because I wasn't allowed video games, so I thought any video game was really cool. Right. Um, but, and that's probably also why I like Kaylin was because she had a Super Nintendo, and you know that was our reason for our whole friendship. Um, I'm not anti them. I'm not like some pinball purist, but you know I just don't see the appeal personally. Right. So you're not. Yeah, right. You're not anti them, but you're not. I'm not. I'm not, not gonna them. like. I'm not gonna like go into people's houses and smash their computers so they can't play. But I won't. I won't. Play it. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy like to hear I'm, that. Like I'm somewhere in between. In between those yeah, two extremes like, of someone who would smash someone's like computer for Like I would tell you where on the. And someone who would actually play it. Yeah, yeah. You might just okay. All right, that's fair. All right, yes, you man. Isn't there a city of Toronto bylaw that says that you can't have more than two pinball machines in a bar? Isn't there a city which is a night which is a good way to start it? Isn't there a Toronto bylaw that says you can't have more than two pinball machines um, in a bar? I don't own a bar, so that's never been a problem for me. Um, but <laughs> I, I mean, 
Does that have you I ever seen more know. than two pinball machines? Not in, a bar? in tr not don't in Toronto. Bar. No, you never have. <laughs> uh, like some bars have more than two arcade games, um, but, no but more usually than two pinball machines. No and that's and, and you, I can think of no reason why that would be the case except for the the a law. Yeah. Does anyone know? Is there anyone? Is anyone like here a pinball lawyer? Yeah, you. Yes, you, sir. Sorry, I'm not a pinball lawyer. Right. But do you know this answer? Do you know this? That's so funny. But why would anyone do drugs when they have pinball? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we. we I'm glad we cleared that up. Thank you. Uh, um, uh, any other questions? Anything else? Uh, yes, you, yes, user. Would, would you be willing to share more about the website story? Would you tell us more about the website story about the thirty thousand? I, I can't talk about it with men. There's a rule. You, you, there's a rule that you can't talk about it with men. I made that rule, but. <laughs> okay. All right. That's that's awesome. That's yeah. A, I, the, <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I think the only answer I think is for the men to leave the room, <laughs> and then you you ladies can talk about that. And, for a and while. this was kind of the the original goal with starting the website. So. Wait, the original goal was to have a way to not talk to men. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was kind of exactly it. Lots of men are whooping. They're trying to drown out your your discourse. Um, so, you, so there's okay. So that's all we know. There's a there's a group. There's thirty thousand people in it. Twenty thousand. Exaggerated. Oh, you exaggerated. For <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you thought it wasn't I an interesting. You thought it was an interesting story with twenty thousand people. Twenty eight thousand. Twenty oh twenty eight thousand. All right, that's fair. You round it. Okay, that's fair. Um, uh, but we're not going to find out about it because you can't tell men about it. Right. Well, now I just feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a terrible question. All right, let's move on to something that doesn't. Move on to something that doesn't make me feel so horrible. Yes, you, sir. Right, so now that you have a website that shows all the pinball machines in Toronto, do you go outside of your neighborhood and go to like faraway pinball machines? Well, okay, so funny story. It's actually not that funny, but it's a story. Um, so I found, I found um, one of those maps. It was a website that said, link to maps in Toronto, or, or link to a map of pinball machines in Toronto. And without even really looking at it, I take the link and I email it to Caitlin. And I'm like, look at this awesome thing I found, because this is right. how we're friends now, is emailing each other links. Um, right no, best friends, um, <laughs> and she replies and she says, there are only two pinball machines on this and we've been to both of them. And I realized that that map hadn't been updated in a really long time, but there is another map um, that I found. <laughs> and yeah, I've been to some of those, but they're mostly pretty isolated. And then the rest of them are all like in Mississauga. Right, so you're going really far away to go to like one pinball yeah. machine. It's not so and great. I, it's, they're pretty much all concentrated in this area. Like there's a this few in the, the pinball. junction. We, live in the, we are in the pinball district yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I was really impressed. I was like, good job, Anna, and picking this spot randomly. I'm so, I was surprised there were that many pinball machines here because that's sort of like, a, I think, I thought, I think they didn't even know they had them anymore. I thought that they were like, uh, you know, of the past. I think 3030 in the junction has three machines. Has three machines? <laughs> ixnay, ixnay. <laughs> that's the kind of, that's the sort of thing they get in trouble for. Do, do you, um, how are you? So you say you're not very good. Is that like I'm? I'm decent, but I, I I've never gotten a high score. All right. I've you know played for more than five minutes on one quarter, which I think is pretty good. All right. Do you care? Like, do you want to get good? Is um, it your goal to get good? Not. I just want to play. Um, once I was at a bar and a guy came up to me and was like, "Let's play a tournament game." And he kept trying to show me tricks. He's like, "You can kind of like hit the table and you try and yeah. get up this ramp." And I'm just like, "Cool," but I kind of just want to play pinball. Yeah. Do you have like specific feel? How do you feel about um, 
like tilting? Are you like a physically aggressive player? Do you I, like shake I the don't. Table a lot? Uh, the only time I've tilted it is when like the ball gets stuck. Oh, really? So, so you never, you never. It's no. You just like I mean, no tilt. I just, I just, I mean, I don't want to physically exert myself when I play pinball. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you? How I, are I you don't go um, there to like, you know, move How do you, machines. how do you, do you, do you like, do you like machines that have lots of like gadgets and gizmos yeah. on them? Like, you like the one, where, like if you have to, you have to like build a gun and then it shoots the gun and like that. that I might want to Yeah, like I, I never really know what I'm supposed to do, but I like, you know, oh, I so hit the flippers extra hard and it's kind of fun. To okay, <laughs> but you're not something, you're not like going for like, you're not trying to like collect all seven pineapples. No, like, you don't know, you're just exactly, like, Exactly, like every so often it'll happen, it'll be like, you know, you save Princess Leia and I'm like cool but I don't know how he did <laughs> you don't it. Know how so you did it. Okay, yeah. all right. So yeah, so you're not yeah, so you're not good. Okay. Um uh uh, uh what, anything else people wanted to know? Yes, see ma'am, yes. So have you developed any like new muscles? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any new muscles? Oh I don't um I don't think so. I mean I the most like seriously the most <laughs> exercise I get out of playing pinball is when I walk to the bar to play right. pinball and then there's <laughs> right. too many people there so I'll walk to another bar but they're usually like pretty close together. Um, but no, I, I mean, maybe, I was going to say maybe. hand cramps, but I've never actually felt that. That just yeah, I don't know like if that's a, yeah. So I, yeah. Tunnel, but like, I'm on my computer anyway all the day. So right, that's true. Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. So no, the answer to that is no to your, to your question. Yes, you, sir. Do, do you like the, the newer ones that are really busy with all sorts of lights or the older classic ones? Do you like the newer ones that are really busy with all sorts of lights or the older classic ones? I kind of like the in-between ones because the newer ones, sometimes they're fun, but they're also more, like I said, they're like usually a dollar, which I think is too much run game. The really old ones, I find the flippers are too spaced out and it's really hard to use. I like the ones from the 90s, which is the one that the Star Wars one is. So that's yeah. for you, that's the golden age, that sweet yeah. spot is the 90s, the 90s yeah. pinball machines. Like, I like friend. the way the really old ones look, but they're, yeah, All not right. as fun. All right, cool. Any other questions? Anything else you want to know about? Uh, yes, you, sir. Second question, I'm sorry. What are your thoughts on the musical slash rock opera Tommy? What, how, how do you feel about Tommy, the rock opera? About pinball. Do you um, have the, the, the I listened to it when I was starting to write this. It didn't give me any good writing tips <laughs> about <laughs> writing about pinball, um, <laughs> which was, like, I mean, it, it wasn't a waste of time. I, I kind of enjoyed it, but. Right, I, but I'm you were Yeah. It didn't inspire you. Yeah, I bought this, it. This lecture isn't based on Tommy. No, I bought, like, I bought the album when I was in high school because they mentioned it in the movie Almost Famous, and she's like, listen to it with the candle burning and you'll see your future, and I did that, and I didn't see my future, Wait. but I was like... You, you know, did see your future? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? The movie lied to me. Oh, well, that's... that. That's, I'm sorry to hear. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the live version. All right, that's um, a good tip. <laughs> I'm all the way in the back. Yes, you, sir. We'll try you again. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. actually, uh, I looked this up, and it's it's kind of hard to explain it. I think without seeing it in person, I just saw pictures on the internet. But the way that like the really old pinball machines, like hundred years old, were kind of had the same origin as billiards tables, and then they had these pegs in it, these yeah. pins, if you will, um, that came out of the table, and then you had to sh try and get the ball from one end to the other. I think yeah. with like a a billiard cue almost, and it kept hitting all these pins on the way. And then they added the flippers in to replace the key. So it was a different game, obviously. Like, <laughs> it wasn't just like the ball would come down and you would lose. <laughs> just like, oh, you lose. Oh, you lose. We'd be like, this game is frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really like it was a, a big scam to steal quarters from the children. You know? <laughs> it was more of like a game of chance, I assume, like a pachinko yeah. machine or something like so that, yeah. right? Is that like that kind of like the ball would fall like, down? I, I don't want to posit myself as like a pinball historian, but based the on hell? the Wikipedia article that yeah. I read, that seems to be, and the like little 
timeline I saw at the gallery, which I think they read the same Wikipedia article I did because yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So, so we know that we or know. They a wrote bit. the Wikipedia article. Who knows? Do you? Uh, it's ball Is multi-ball fun for you, or is it like stress no, it's you stressful? No, oh, Okay. <laughs> it's like too much. It's too much. So you get multi ball, you just like, you just. It's exciting when I did it because I feel like I've achieved something, but then they just you know they they're all coming and then it's too stressful and then I tend to lose right away. <laughs> it's like I like the idea of multi ball more than actually. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It's I think a, a lot of us. Metaphor for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how can I ask you how it's a metaphor for life? You can't think too hard about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I guess you over there. Yes, ma'am. Uh, do you have like a holy grail Do you have a holy grail um, pinball machine you have to find? So yeah, when I was a kid, I remember on vacation in Australia actually, they had the Adams Family pinball. Um, and I had always this in the back of my mind as being the super rare pinball machine. And when I Googled, it was actually the most the famous, most famous <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. reason like, <laughs> responsible for the pinball renaissance. Um, and in fact, the whole reason the Twilight, I learned this at the show I went to, the Twilight Zone game, the only reason they made that, because they're like, look, the weird Adams Family one did so well, you should right. do the weird gothy Twilight Zone one. Um, but they don't have a public one to play in Toronto. Um, oh. I did find an old website f like from the 90s like it looks like some guy from the Matrix probably made it that had like a, <laughs> like an index of everyone who's ever bought the Adams Family pinball machine because that is what they all they, they they all have like serial what? numbers and they so it's not an updated. If list. you buy a pinball machine, you end up in like some pinball well, registry. <laughs> like I, I, it's a very I feel tightly like, controlled thing. Like you have to like, like knock and be like, oh, I'm moving next door and I have a pinball machine. <laughs> you I can feel see like them on a map. Collectors might volunteer this information for their right, okay, you know pinball. Reasons. That's so weird, but they don't track everyone who played. Like, you're not in there. I, 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 I hope not, because right. I'll be like, this girl plays a lot, and she's not very good. But I'm so. sorry to interrupt you. So they, so they tracked all the, all the Adams Family machines, and then yeah, what, did you but find so one? Well, well, no, like, people still have them, um, right. but there are none in bars in Toronto to play. They just opened, I'm from Ottawa, and they just opened this place called House of Targ, which is just this house, this not house, this venue full of pinball machines. Is that in Ottawa or here? It's, it's in Ottawa. Ottawa. Okay. And I've been back to Ottawa a few times, so I've never had the chance to go because I'm always like visiting my grandma and stuff. Um, but I would like to, you know. Is Targ like Ottawa slang for fun? Um, probably. I was never very cool in Ottawa, so. <laughs> so you never had any fun or used any slang. So like, you know, kids used all kinds of words that I didn't know what they meant. All right. Oh, uh, yes, you ma'am, yes. Was there a gender divide among the intense pinball players? Um, y yeah, um, it, was, it was actually very funny and kind of cute where when I was at the pinball, sh um, the gallery show, I mentioned that I was writing something on pinball um, and I get a Facebook message later from a gentleman who I thought what, you know, he wanted to help, and he's like, you should write something about how, like, depictions of women in pinball games are really sexist, and I'm like, that's a good idea. I, I'm not going to do it, but, you know, thank you for your suggestion, right. um, because I think he was trying to help, and that's, you know, he knew that I cared about gender issues, so he thought I should write about drawings of, like, probably, like, the stripper in the... In sure, the, sure. But does that answer you? Your question wasn't exactly just tell me about gender and pinball. <laughs> but there are a lot of dudes that play, from what I've noticed. Yeah, that would be. What? Are there any really great female pinball players? Is the next. Um, there were. I mean, there were women at the gallery show I went to, but I never hung around long enough. All the people I've seen who are really hardcore into it, like getting the high scores, were dudes. Um, 
but I, I've never investigated. I'm sure there is, like, I'm sure there needs to be a movie, like a Whippet-style movie that Drew Barrymore can direct with, like, you know, like, these, like, feminist underdog pinball players, and I would watch the shit out of that, like... <laughs> let's let's uh, let's end with the vision of that hope. That sounds really nice. To answer your question, yes. All right, and ladies and gentlemen, Anna Fitzpatrick, ladies and gentlemen. Trampling Hall was created in Toronto in the 21st century by Sheila Hetty and is hosted by me. This episode's lecture was chosen by Naomi Squarna. The podcast is produced by Josh Block. Our theme music was composed by Matt Smith. Our coordinating producer is Kate Bars. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on Twitter or Facebook. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can really help us out by leaving a rating or review on iTunes. It helps a lot. I'm Misha Globerman. Thanks for listening.